Hello, everybody. This is our first podcast and also YouTube video at the same time with my colleague, Kev Sar, who is an English teacher. And today's topic is basically English learning. And we wanted to interview with Kev Sar because of the fact that she's very professional in teaching English, especially to kids, but also to adults. She has worked in international environments and she has a lot to say about this topic, also about her own experience in learning English. So first of all, I would like to say hello to Kevsar. Kevsar, welcome. Thank you very much for joining our well, we, uh, hey. podcast. Hey, Fritchie. <laughs> hey, Fritchie. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. Yeah, likewise, likewise. <laughs> so I will just say what kind of questions I'm going to ask you, then we can go one by one, okay? But in the beginning, okay. after I just uh, tell the audience about my questions, I will ask you to introduce yourself, all right? So okay. as you know, the questions will, regard, will range from your story on how did you learn English as a non-native speaker, as an ESL speaker, and how did you create your internal motivation when it came to learning English? Also suggestions for people, like people who cannot travel or people who cannot afford a private course, for example. And then I would like to, you to speak a bit about the role of technology in language learning and if there are any applications or other sources that you recommend. And as a mother, I would also like you to uh, like to ask you, how did you motivate, how do you motivate your child to learn English? I guess that would be pretty useful for parents. And what do you think about learning a third, fourth, fifth language if you're learning any yourself and what are your recommendations? And the rest we will see depending on the flow. But in the beginning, yeah, I would like to ask you, tell us a bit about yourself, Kevser, and also meanwhile, you can tell us shortly your story. How did you start learning English? Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, so I'm Kevsar. I'm 32 years old. I am uh, actually a teacher of English for about like 12 years now. And I'm actively teaching uh, young learners and teenagers and adults at the same time, all, all together. So I sometimes prepare them for certain tests or sometimes just teach them how to use the language in their, in, for their daily courses. So I've uh, actually, my story is actually really interesting and I always tell my students this. I come from a family actually who has no relations with any international uh, voyages or journeys. Uh, for example, I'm the only person in my family who can speak English, who knows English <laughs> uh, uh, at all. Uh, my, actually my story, I've never been such a good student when it comes to English when I was in primary school because that's, uh, in, our, in my time, <laughs> English lessons start at fourth grade and I started them like having them like in fourth grade and I wasn't so good at it. I can't even spell window <laughs> properly. Uh, at, uh, we were having tests at school and I couldn't prepare, uh, spell window and uh, a friend of mine actually um, so it's not really a very good or very strong relationship between me and the language i but i always love languages i always love reading so much and when i was i i when i actually attended to high school i've actually take a test and actually get a permission to kind of start a, a particular high school which is actually very popular with language studies but i didn't pick them up uh, actually like I want this school. I was expecting to attend another one, but I wasn't, you know, like I couldn't win or I couldn't take the, uh, that is enough to be able to enroll in that school. But after that, uh, I started that school and it was like, and it, it came nowhere. 
And I started to learn language a bit properly and effectively. I can, and I always thank my English teacher who actually started, he actually works at school because the first time I was like, I read a passage or anything and everybody laughs at me <laughs> because I was so bad at reading um, because I can't actually spell them uh, correctly. And then my teacher was always like, you're going better, you will be better. Just try to keep on, try to read it and try to focus on it. And I give a writing sheet as a homework and it's like all the places are read because I already get spelling mistakes, like grammar mistakes. I was like, oh my God, I'm not, I'm such a hopeless person when it comes to language learning. And my teacher always said, no, you're going better. You will have, uh, you, your time will come. She always motivated me. And at that point, actually, something really significant happened in my life, <laughs> which is actually really funny. Um, my father actually enrolled in, uh, can I say the name of it? <laughs> because I don't know, it's going to be advertisement, but Digiturk. And in that, in there, there were some kind of channels. TV, Just for reference, we can say what Digiturk is. It's a TV broadcasting. Yeah. It's HBO, basically. Or yeah, kind of. And there were like different channels that you can uh, watch the programs in English. And I started to actually watch them. I started to watch BBC News. I started to watch MTV, listening to music and trying to understand it. And it was just, I was just trying to learn, struggling at school, but I wasn't actually giving up. And I actually wanted to learn about uh, their lifestyles, their culture, how do they, how they live. I started to uh, wonder about those kind of things and I had a lot of spend a lot of time in front of TV and listen so I actually kind of I didn't I can't say that I later stages of my life but it kind of like uh, get into my brain somehow I don't know how and uh, I try to learn more words. I try to learn how to speak. I always practice in front of a mirror because I always, I really fancied seeing myself take, talking as a very proper English with a very fluent accent. And I always practice in front of the mirrors. And, in, and at the end of one year, actually I, it takes one year and I just, I was super, I, I can understand everything I listen, I can I can read everything properly. And it was like, wow, <laughs> what happened to this girl? I actually can't uh, scientifically say this happened to me, but it's kind of happened in a, nat in, in a natural flow itself. Uh, but of course, with my motivation and I, I, my dedication was really great. All right, and uh, yeah. all of the popular culture, obviously, as yeah. in most of our lives, is has been very influential for you too as well all these mtv and all that <laughs> yeah in our they were like so popular there were some kind of uh tv series that we always watch and talk about at school you remember i guess some of them yeah no exactly no. yeah it's helped me a lot as well all right and so it's interesting that you well it's the same for me actually i also came from a family came from a family that didn't speak english so i didn't have any external motivation so i had to find my own internal motivation so all the parameters that you have counted actually also counts as an internal motivation factor for you right yeah yeah of course and um, my i still no one in my family speaks english and we don't actually travel abroad yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's just happened 
I don't frequently actually travel myself at this stage of my life too. But uh, later in my, at university level, I actually did something, but I think you will come to that <laughs> with your questions. Uh, did you, I want to ask an extra question. Did you have a role model? Well, you, you talked about your teacher. I guess she or he was a role model, right? She was actually a kind of mentor for me. Uh, she wanted to be better and she always encouraged me that you will be better, you will be fine. Just keep just working. If there are so many mistakes in your writing sheet, try to write it again, uh, watching your mistakes. And now writing is like a natural thing for me when I write in, Eng in English because it's like I've practiced a lot at high school. So I'm so grateful for her but apart from her there is no role model in my there was no role model in my life or any um at that time all right but she was a good mentor yeah i also had a very good english teacher in my elementary school she was a very important stepping stone for me in me having yeah. internal, internal motivation Definitely. that's that's why i always uh, tell my own story to my students because they always have some kind of insecurities about themselves that they will never be able to pronounce the words or they will never be able to uh, understand. But I, I always tell them my story and I'm here for you. I can help the thing that I, that's the motivation that I wanted to give them in our courses. All right, fantastic. And you said also that you didn't travel too much when you were younger, even younger, you're yeah. saying, but and now, due to the fact that you're a mom and all these parameters that you don't travel too much as well. And a lot of people actually use this as an excuse. They say, like, if I would go to London and take a course, I would learn English. But I don't, so I can't. But I know personally a lot of people like you who do learn English regardless. So what would you suggest to people who can't or don't or won't travel and use this as a, well excuse to not to learn English? Um, I can start just give up your excuses that's there can be no excuses because the first time when i go abroad was like i was at university on the third grade and i got a erasmus scholarship and i actually went to belgium and when i went there i was always speaking like this and before that i was working you know we were together working in the for the australian embassy for the anzac day as well so I've never been abroad, never seen anyone who speaks English as their mother tongue, other than the Anzac Day commemorations. But you know, um, that's not an excuse. So it's that if you want to improve yourself, you do not physically need to be in that country. There are so many resources right now. You can listen to so many uh, videos that are online. You can have online teachers, online mentors who can help you with your speaking skills. But of course, speaking and writing are productive skills. They are not supposed to improve. They are not supposed to be like very good at the beginning because you need to you need to have the uh, words and the grammar and the reading part. So if you go good with them, then at the end of a serious uh, at the end of like uh, process, then you will be able to speak and write properly. So they need to be patient and they need to keep working. That is very important. It is like for me as well. What I recommend is after finding this internal motivation, and it's not something that you find once, but you keep on growing it, of course. Like, if you do a bit every day, then in a few months, even you have a lot of progress. A lot of people they want to do something in a very short time and then have results, it doesn't work like that. But when you do a bit every day, like 20 minutes every day, even in a few months, you start seeing the difference. And the more you see the difference, the more motivated you get. So, 
and you don't have to travel for that necessarily, right? Yes, yes, definitely. All right. And what about the as a teacher? I'm sure you're familiar with the latest technology on language learning, like all these apps and websites and all that. So what is your opinion about this and what do you recommend your own students on what to use? Um, uh, I can say that I'm a bit old school person in uh, those kind of things. I'm not really familiar actually with most of the apps or most of the um, programs that are online or that technology actually provides people. So it will, or a couple of them will not be actually suitable for me because I'm not actively using them because I cannot evaluate them as I don't know how they function properly. But of course it is like, you need to find the way that works for you. For example, I mentioned that when I was learning and trying to speak, I always, and I record my voice. Nobody told me to do this, for example. And I record my voice trying to hear myself when I speak in English. And then I look at the mirror and, you know, try to see myself when I speak in English. That was, that was useful for me and it worked for me. But I don't know if this will, this will work for everyone. But of course, you need to find what's, what will be useful for you. So there are a lot of applications right now. It is easier for generation to be able to find the resources they need. So I suggest them just to look all the apps and find what they need and uh, clarify their needs and interests and then find what suits them most. That will be fantastic, I think, for them. You recommend people to find what is most customized for them and depending definitely, on... Definitely, definitely. Because it may... Yeah, it may be different for every person. So one, we can't say that this is the right way to do it, but you may have another, your own way, and which is the rightest way for you most of the time, I think. All right, okay. And how do you, as a mother, how did you motivate your child to learn? Because from what I know, he speaks English pretty well now. And what was the process for your child? And what would you recommend to parents who are not native speakers or whose children are not born in an English-speaking country? Yeah. So when I was pregnant, uh, I actually had, we, we actually, my, me and my husband, we have discussions like, what if, what if I speak always in English with the child and he speaks Turkish with the child all the time so that he can acquire both languages at the same time. And I actually did a lot of research on that topic, speak with my lecture, with my uh, uh, teachers at university and get their opinions. And I came to conclusion of this, like, I am... Yeah, I speak English very fluently, but I am not a native speaker, which means that I will be able to talk with him in English. But apart from that, other than him, I will always be using Turkish when I addressing my mom or when I addressing my a friend of mine. So they say that this may be a, bit, a little bit complicated for the child. He may get confused in the way and it's a very um, delicate situation. I mean, acquiring a language. So I decided that let's not do that and let's give him the chance to learn Turkish properly first and then he will eventually learn English. That was our actually decision to follow. But after that, uh, the, we, uh, my husband can speak English very well too and we watch most of the time when we, for example, like we most of the time watch TV in English because we follow those kind of series or programs, whatever. So for that reason, there's English going on in our house and he actually kind of um, 
was in the middle of it most of the time when he was growing and he started to acquire the language from from my experiences from my students or from my lessons or from the conversations that i have with my husband and then eventually he have kind of a grew some interest that mom i want to speak just like you and i didn't actually specifically do anything but english before he goes to bed and so that he can understand uh, because he has this kind of you know visual um when i read them in english then he visualized that and he tells them to me in the morning and i had a dream about this i have i've seen this this happened so i think that was very uh kind of helpful for him to make him read or listen and i actually sometimes give him opportunity and five i read I tried to have some kind of small conversations with him in English. So he's now in a very good state, but I, I always say there's, of course, so many things he needs to learn right now, but he is good and he can communicate with pretty much everyone who speaks English in I a good way. That's a good point that you made. Like a lot of parents, they, of course, all parents, like all conscious parents, at least, they want their child to speak English because they understand the importance but they do it in a way where they're not setting an example, like they don't learn it themselves and they push their child and they just send them to a school or whatever. And instead of motivating, it's even, well, it's backfiring with a lot of children because- I agree, there's, I definitely- There's no role model. And people like you, like your strategy, I think it's a very healthy strategy where you don't tell the child what to do, you just do it yourself. And the child comes up to this conclusion himself that that's an important language. So I think thanks to that, your child already has this internal motivation and that's why he speaks very good English right now, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's like a very, you know, sometimes people do not have enough information about a topic, but they do it anyway. I find this very dangerous because you may not know the consequences of the situation. You mean to, you actually mean to do something good but something bad may happen at the end of it or it's something a situation that you do not expect can happen so it is very important and vital for you i urge them to search talk with the experts and get their opinions but at the end uh, try to find the best way for your kid because every kid is different they all learn differently but you try and you add some new, new things to your daily routine, you drop some things that you do not really like, but it is really important for especially youngsters not to push them so hard because it might backfire, as you have mentioned uh, just. And then it is like just doing it with a natural flow so he actually do not get tired of it or gets you know, like confused about it. But understanding that, uh, it is very important, I think, for a child to understand that this is not the only language that has been spoken by everyone. There are different people with, who lives in different cultures, who has different lifestyles, and it is okay. Uh, it is, we need to understand that they are not different, but they have a different lifestyles, cultures. That doesn't mean that they are bad or they are different, but they are just different, so we need to respect them. And, if it's, and it's a really great journey to see and understand their cultures their lifestyles i actually find it really interesting and a really uh you know a great way to 
uh, actually know all the communities because language is a living thing and it always uh, survives with its community and they are like you know very very um, how can I say that <laughs> they're like very combined with each other you cannot separate them so at the end of the day so they are like very important for your child to be able to a conscious world citizen if you know what I mean I, I know some parents who do like even if they're both Turkish or like both non-English non-native English speakers I saw a friend of mine doing the father always speaks English with the kid and the mother always speaks Turkish because apparently it's not good to mix all the time so the child doesn't understand what is what and with this there's a clear distinction where the father speaks English with the kid the mother speaks Turkish and between each other like they mix of course but the child understands with whom speak what and even though the baby was like one and a half years old she would understand like the father says where's your nose the child shows so that's also an interesting strategy yeah and how is the father's accent or is he okay he lived in the u.s and he's my friend from toastmasters so like he speaks English yeah, yeah, yeah. as well as so that. then, it, then it, they, it's like for their situation it was okay but it may not be okay for your situation so everyone uh, should uh, consider this and then move according to it i think act according to it yeah well for me what motivates me to learn is also to teach so i try to share as much as possible and then i motivate to learn even more so that's my strategy and probably i'll do the same when i have a child myself so <laughs> yeah hopefully <laughs> all right okay and apart from that have you or are you planning to learn a third language and if yes what and how what is your plan i actually want to learn uh, a couple of more languages but when i was in belgium i started dutch and french a little bit but i i don't know why there is no particular reason for this but i couldn't improve them i couldn't go on them because there was no particular course in the in the city that i live or but i can do it myself i know that that's not an excuse but i couldn't do it somehow but of course i want to learn a third fourth maybe fifth language and i think that it's maybe my time is coming uh slowly and i will do it i definitely want to do that because languages are actually for example let's say that you read a, a book a novel or something in the native language that has been written you what you understand is completely different when you read it in a you know translated version of it so i always want to you know read the things that i really care or that i really wonder in their own native languages so i will definitely want to learn right. and we will see yeah, so we'll start with french then did i understand correctly yeah french and dutch together because in you know belgium i was in the flemish part of it but they always uh, they all they oh i'm so sorry they also give us the courses in french and dutch as an extra course yeah. but you know i couldn't improve them so much <laughs> all right okay anything is there anything else that you would like to add or say these are my questions more or less like we try to keep mm -hmm. compact as possible so is, if there's anything else you would like to say please we would love to hear um no thank you it was so nice and it's let's say that nothing can stop you as long as you want to achieve something that is where that is like um thing that you need to 
uh, have in you if you have it and if you want to improve it then nothing can stop you you can do it so be patient uh, and be resilient and determined that is the key yes i think like having these characteristic uh, properties it is the beginning of learning anything and if you have those like resilience as you said tenacity like if you know yourself well enough how you function uh, mm -hmm. what you want what you don't want then not only english but you can actually learn and be good at anything so that's also good advice from you so thank you very much and, yeah and i just want to add something small you know that sometimes we think that i don't need to learn this when will i use it but you never know when you need to that need that information and somehow in life maybe 10 years 12 years later you will have it uh, oh my god i've written this somewhere or i thank god i've learned this or thank god i've experienced that these kind of moments have i have a lot of those kind of moments in my life so you never know what you're going to come across in your life so true but english is obviously useful for all of us so there's no question definitely definitely that's for sure all right okay, sir. thank you very much thanks for your time thanks for your advices and our dear audience, I hope you enjoyed Kevser's speech. And if you have any questions, you can always write under the comment section or just write to Kevser. Do you use social media, by the way? Yes, of course. <laughs> can you can you spell your Instagram page? <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> it's like K V S R K Y. Okay, K V S K R Y. Okay. Yes. And mine is my name and surname. So if you have any questions, you can write to me or Kevser. We would be happy to share with you. Thank you for your time, Kevser. And I'll see you in another podcast, video, project, whatever. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for having me, Parton. Thank you. Have a nice day. It's your family. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.